Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. My name is Ramesh Ranganathan. I'm joined by DJ Rumadge. That's what we're calling, isn't it? It's catching on. What do you think? I've heard a lot of people talk about it. <laughs> on the way here, yeah, a lot of street talk. That's okay. it. Do you not like it? No, we'll see how it plays out. Okay, fine. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. And I'm also joined by comedian and hip-hop fan, Mark Smith. Mark Smith, yeah, hello. What hello. would your um, rap name be? Flowjob. Flowjob? Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> not sure. sure. I'm 100% away. We <laughs> are... Um, because also you, you'll be like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I'm going to go see Flowjob. And then your girlfriend or wife will be like, that sounds like Flowjob. Just say that in her head. And then probably get a Flowjob. I don't know. I'm not really, really thought it through, actually. <laughs> if, if I could get a Blowjob from Power Suggestion, mate, yeah. I'd be loving it. Um, I carry bananas around all day. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, you're a massive hip hop fan, right? So, basically, what's yeah. going to happen is on this podcast, we're going to talk hip hop, we're going to discuss our issues with hip hop. Okay. Mark's going to talk about how why he got into hip hop. Rue Magic's just going to be dropping the bomb every now and again. <laughs> what do you think of the name, Hip Hop Saved My Life? Um, it's a bit wordy, isn't it? Well, can I tell you the other options that we had? Yeah. Because I wanted to sort of base it on my name. Okay. We had um, Romy Said Knock You Out. <laughs> right. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, keep going. Don't call it a rom back. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Straight out of Romton. <laughs> yeah, it's like... straight out of Crawley. Oh, yeah, or straight out of Crawley, if I don't want to be too. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But there's, there's... <laughs> rom DMC. No. Ill Romatic. Ill... Yeah. Yeah? That reminds me, I think of aromatic, then I think okay. of duck. Three feet high in Romesh Ranganathan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. It takes a nation of millions to hold us, Romesh. What do you think of that? I feel like you've um, you got to a point and then, yeah, forgotten what you were doing with the name. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Have you got any suggestions for the... I've got Brew Mad stepping in with some suggestions. Fear of a Romesh planet. Yeah, go on. Have you got any? Um, I think hip-hop podcast with Mark Smith. Maybe leave your name out of it entirely. And I'll just take over the format and... Try and push boundaries, mate. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. <laughs> Just trying to stop myself from punching you in the fucking face right now. So. Rumad, you got any titles? Uh, I just had one. Go the on. Fear of a Romish Planet. Oh, that was your suggestion. Yeah, yeah, I it. thought you were just Nothing making else. a joke one for, uh, to help Mark. Okay. Um, 36 feet high and rising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, so hip hop saved my life. That's what we're going with. I really like that. I'm happy with any of them, mate. I think they're all good. It's not. It's not. I wouldn't worry too much about that at the minute. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, should we move on then? 
Well, it's not for me to say, but yeah, let's move on. Okay, fine. You're trying to take over the format. Here's a little bit that you like to call. How did you get into hip hop? So, Mark Smith. Yeah. Lovely to have you here. Thanks a lot for <laughs> joining us. Yeah. How'd you get into hip hop? I'd get into it. Um, I don't know. Just I think when I was about, I tried to buy my first album I ever bought was uh, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Good start. Uh, and I was about probably like ten. And um, and I got home and they put the wrong CD in the uh, in the case and I, what I had instead was a band called Green Jello, like a Green Jello, like a heavy metal, yeah, like novelty metal sort of band. Yeah. I didn't know that because I didn't really check the CD, so I put it in the thing and it started up and I thought, oh, Will Smith and that Jeff are <laughs> really mucking about now. Yeah, <laughs> come on, wait for the wait for the drop, Jazz. And then uh, it never came. And I, st- I quite like Green Jello, so it wasn't a total disaster. That's how I got into hip hop. That's how you got into hip hop. That's the last hip hop album that I've ever bought. (laughs) (laughs) You've never listened to it since. Hate it. Thanks for coming in. (laughs) Wow. But then then I was like, yeah, 10 or 11. And I think at that point, you just sort of, you're not old enough to start rebelling, but you're just looking at stuff that's a bit different. My dad was always into soul and all that sort of music. And I thought, it's an extension of that, really. My initial thoughts on it. What was the first actual album you bought, like hip hop album, that actually had the correct CD in the case? <laughs> Let's wait and see. I'll, I'll Green Jello's rap TV. album. <laughs> the eponymous <laughs> rap Didn't debut. Remember one time they branched away from heavy metal? There's some kid, like, dressed all in black with his Green Jello cover, just really yeah. disappointed. <laughs> Parents just don't understand. Just on rotation. Rack your brains. You've been some thought. What was the first hip hop album you bought? My first rap album, it would have been something really poor. It would have been like Mace or something like that. What you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock, jewel, bigger truck. Peach all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, what? Mace is a, isn't he a uh, preacher. Preacher, preacher now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was. He's back in the game, I think, now. What? Was he? I think so, yeah. Mace. They're yeah. back in the game. Everybody remember my name. That was my Mace impression. What do you think? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Write that down, actually. So the, <laughs> the preaching didn't work out, so he got back into hip hop. Well, can you imagine him, somebody with that voice trying to get you to to get to, to like get passionate about spirituality? Just nodding off, you know. There's a last the arm. Well, is this here? Yeah, a little bit. Spruce it up a bit. You know, there's riches beyond your wildest dreams in heaven. Do you refer to your family? Um, you got that down. I, am I a fan of Mace? Yeah, I like. I've got. I've not got a problem with him. No. You know, for for like that sort of that sort of bad boy records era. Was he all part right? of that? He was. Part yeah, he was part of that. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was like. He was all produced by. Yeah, I'll go and see me and I kick it. That was one of his lyrics, wasn't it? Yeah, I just made that up. What was that one? Uh-huh. There was that bad, song. Bad, 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 bad boy. <laughs> That's it. That's I, had, it. I had that on loop. You make me feel so good. And um, I liked, I'll tell you what else I liked. I really liked the My Money, My Problems video. Where they're in the, um, do you know they're in that, that vertical, the drop, you know the air, the, the uh, parachute jump, you know the, the oh, tunnel, the gravity the t- thing. The gravity yeah, thing. Yeah. And they're all sort of going. Yeah. And then they've got, the, they got the, like, track suits on there. Yeah, yeah, like, it's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Really we were watching that thinking, I wish I, was, I wish I was in My Money, My Problems. We can recreate that for the publicity for this podcast. All right, wicked. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> 36. Right, so how old were you when you... Getting into it. How, how old were you when that first, came out, for example? 
Where is this, where is this, where is this questioning going to? I'm just curious. It's the yeah. information for his because rival I, podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got into it. I, I, I was just a bit too young to be really into like Biggie. Yeah. Too Biggie. I got into it later on. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't there for the. Who do you stuff. prefer, Biggie or Tupac? Definitely Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a stupid question, and in fact, I might leave. <laughs> That's a very offensive thing to ask. Hold on. What, okay, right. Why is that an offensive question to ask? By the way, I'm a, let me just point out, I am a biggie. I'm biggie. Yeah. Right, but why is that a, a dumb question? It's not really. I think I like Tupac. But they're just different, aren't they? Like, Tupac. Tupac is a story. Can we just put out that? Tupac couldn't really rap. Can we just say that? Can we just say that? He couldn't really rap. He's a proper actor. He was acting drama school, wasn't he? Talented actor. I thought he was great in Juice. Good in Juice. Sip the juice. I got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk. And then talk to Hulk New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. They pony in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Go strong on the island. Recoup and lay around. He was good, he was good in Juice, right? <laughs> he was good in Poetic Justice. I thought that was a nice little thing. Was that John Singleton? Just, no, it, was, right? it was John Singleton yeah. with Janet Jackson and, boys and they go, they're driving around in a post van, poster van mm. or whatever was it should nice remake that. That? pardon should remake that they should remake it yeah mm. that definitely de- de- needs a remake or at least a sequel when I watched the end of, are you talking about Poetic Justice or Juice yeah, no, yeah. I was going to say something else about Juice po- Poetic Justice when that ended I thought where is this going to go I really need to know yeah what's there's not been enough justice and it hasn't enough of a poetic element I don't know poetry whatsoever where is this story going to go but Juice was wicked, right? I actually, yeah, love Juice. Good you know when they had the DJ battle? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I wanted to be that guy. Yeah. I mean, look where you are now, Rumash. Yeah. Yeah, look at you, Rumash. That's what I do. Practically, yeah. <laughs> as good as, if not better, than whatever his name is from Juice. <laughs> but anyway, back to the point. Tupac yeah, yeah. couldn't rap. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I, I agree with you. I think I like him still, because I think he made some really good stuff. But it wasn't like... I never went, oh, he's an amazing MC. Mm, that was yeah. brilliant. But you look at Big and you think, well, that is. That is what, for me, that's what rap is. I let my tape rock to my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. There's that, there's a video on YouTube and it's, it's Biggie Smalls when he's like 16. Oh, on yeah, the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on the corner. He's, he's, yeah. he's battling some guy. And it's, you can't really make out everything he's saying. Yeah. But that to me is exactly what rap is. It's just like a DJ and an MC. And I never thought that if you had Tupac in there, with the DJ, same DJ, same setup, I never thought like, I wouldn't be blown away by that. It's mm. just a guy. All right, mate, I know about your troubles. Back off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a, was, I'm, a, I'm a white man. I understand your problem. <laughs> From Derby. The thing, about, yeah. the thing about Tupac is, like, he would, like, do, like, a female empowerment song. Yeah, he would have a good follow And then his very next track would be, and he's sucking on my dick because he's, like, he probably, like... What was that one about having a baby? Was it Bren, Brendan's Bren, got a baby? Brendan's got, got a baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. I used to love that. Yeah. In the video, she throws a baby in the bin. Does Ooh. she? Yeah. Like the Black cat, like the cat, like the cat lady. Yeah, like, she was ahead of her time. Do you that was her tribute to Tupac? Yeah, yeah, she was actually right. massive. I would love it if she'd have thrown up the dub to the camera after she threw the cat in. We're third! We're third, Arena! 
That'd have been incredible. So two pack overrated. And if anybody's got a problem with that, they can tweet in. Mark Smith, what's your handle? <laughs> His name is I hate Tupac. <laughs> My first hip hop album was uh, MC Hammer, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that album? What, oh, was, the, what, were the, what was the big hits on that one? You can't touch this. <laughs> oh, right, it was that. Is that a real question? Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't touch it. It sounded like that was like his third album or something. Here comes here comes the hammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got into, I got, into, I got into MC Hammer when he sort of went through his sort of slightly more nuanced <laughs> religious phase. <laughs> sort of like, maybe you can touch this. That was one of the tracks on there. Just, right, just really right. reconsidering his position on it all. Good. Do you know what I mean? He did a song on there, because like, he was quite religious, wasn't it? Was mm. he like... Yeah. He did a song well, on like, soft... Yeah, prayer. I, mean, I think he might have been quite religious. I don't know. I don't know what it was about. It away, listening really carefully to his speech. I think it might be pray or I love Jesus. Or I don't think he was religious. <laughs> MC Hammer. Like, I ne- again, like I never. <laughs> I wasn't old enough for that. Really. Yeah. Him and Vanilla Ice were my two first <clears throat> memories of novelty rappers, which now are all over the radio. Well, they supposed to be like. big rivals, but it wasn't really a thing. Well, Vanilla Ice was on t- Wogan. Was it? Either, all, either Vanilla Ice or MC Hammer, but they like mm. went massive. They were the first like <coughs> over here. Mm. That's when like breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. That was like West. Suddenly Westwood's uh, street value went through the roof when people realised that hip hop was actually a big thing. Yeah, was it? We actually sell records over here. Yeah, but Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him is a good record. I'm not doubting you, mate. The video is not so great. Too legit to quit. Do you remember the video yeah. to that? No, I remember that. Adam's Family. Do you remember that? For, for the film they do what they want to do say what they yeah, want I think was he dancing with, a, with that hand or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> thing is it thing no the thing was the one with the hair it's it. no. oh, the what's hand. the thing then thing's the thing with the hair yeah. oh the, the hand top. is it yeah I think so I don't know yeah but that's brilliant and the, it's, it's final credits isn't it that kicks in yeah. like, I want a great film oh, it's going to be better yeah. let's stay let's stay and then and then so Hammer had Adam's family Vanilla Rice Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, did he? Two. Yeah, I don't two. remember that. Ah. What was it called? Uh, something to do with ooze. Have I said that? I don't know. Because like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 mm. had the turtle rap. We just called it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who did the turtle? Yeah, sorry. That was their own. Yeah, sorry, Mark. Don't be a dick. Godfather 1. All right, sorry. That was their own. Who did the turtle rap? The, the turtles. Splinter. No, the turtle rap. The turtle rap was done by I can't remember the name of the group, but it was just that, that was the only song they ever did. Mm. But the song went like on the half shell, they're the yeah. heroes for in this day and age, who could add some more? Like, I mean we say we're into hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> but all we're talking and about is. Do you know what rap. guys? I'm fed up. I'm fed up. Can you imagine that? Can you, yeah, I want I just wanna do like a hip hop podcast where we're talking about the real shit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, maybe that's this, our angle. The turtle rap. What do you think about MC Hammer? Was <laughs> <laughs> <Would> he religious? <laughs> Groundbreaking. Okay, but my first proper hip hop album, like that's not novelty rap, yeah. as you call it, was uh, Texas Nation of Millions Tales about Public Enemy. Nice. Right. Yeah. She watched Channel Zero. That was my favourite at all. She watched Channel Zero, such a great song. Do you know that? Remember yeah, that? yeah. With the Slayer sample. The woman makes the men all pause, and if you got a woman, she might make you forget yours. There's a five-letter word that describes her character, but her brain's being washed by an act. 
I think Public Enemy. What's your opinion on Public Enemy? I think they're very important, but it's not something I listen to. I don't. It's, ne- it's never. It's not on my phone. It's not. Yeah. It's just not something. I I respect that it exists, and that's good. It's such a good shout, man. Because I, Taste Nation Winners, wicked when it came out, right? Fear of Black Planet, great album. Yeah, it just hasn't. But like, they, apparently they recorded that album. Like, do you know how they recorded the album? So it they all went skip. Well, they um, went into some room and then like <laughs> the, the top side. Yeah, they, the turtles. They were, yeah, <laughs> they went into the room and like. They just started dicking about with loads of equipment and recorded everything, oh, and yeah. then like listened back to it and then got snippets of it. When it first came out as amazing, but like as you said, you just don't. I don't know if it, like there's a few tracks that bear revisiting, but like yeah, I agree with you. You don't. It's not like um, I'm also not into like. Sorry to cut you off. Bro. No, it's right. I'm into. I, mean, I was going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I've got to dig you out. I stopped listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not really into um, sort of overly political rap. Oh really? Anyway, yeah, I think like there's a, there's a limit. I think like Public Enemy is different because, as I say, it's it was important then for its time. It was original then as well. Yeah. But then even like I don't like it when someone like uh, even Talib Kweli yeah. when he goes a bit political. I yeah. It's like oh mate, fast forward or um, the Mortal Technique when he goes mad about yeah someone going on Nicaragua. Like, Relax, boy. It's fine. Well, the thing I have, the problem I have with that is that I don't have enough general knowledge to know if what they're saying is correct or not. Yeah, I, totally, I, I do you know what I mean? So, like, so like when, if somebody sounds angry about something, then I assume Believe that... Believe them. Yeah. Mm. It's like if some, That's yeah. now your viewpoint. Exactly. Because like, <laughs> some, somebody I think is cool thinks that. Yeah. So then that must be my <laughs> viewpoint <laughs> as well. Yeah, I agree with whatever yeah. he says. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. <laughs> oh, yeah? Love that, too. Venomously. MC Hammers. Yeah, yeah that was... A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the lyrics from you, you might be able to touch this when I think about it. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Like, there's a lot of those. I think albums from early '90s that haven't really aged, yeah, that well. I think like the I got into it when, at the point when I think it was the golden age. But I'm going to say that because I'm just nostalgic. Yeah. So like Mob Deep and yeah. and that sort of stuff yeah. was when I really got into it. But yeah, I think that's just because but, but, you're but, that age, aren't you? It's, but but having said that, I know you don't like political stuff. But like if you listen, to I don't dislike it. No, I don't like the no, overtly... but, but that's not your what you go for, but necessarily. Like, say, for example, if you have someone like Clips, for example, mm-hmm. right, who I think's like the bit that sonically are great, mm-hmm. but they only do ever talk about one thing, which mm-hmm. is like selling drugs, right? Yeah. Do you ever get to a point where you're sick of hearing that? Or, or, oh, yeah, or, or, or if, if the song if the song is good enough, then I'll just keep listening to that forever. I don't care what they're talking about. I get, I get bored of anything that's just been done over and over again. Like the whole era of Bitches and Bling. That's dead. Oh, and, God, I thought, okay. And yeah, uh, that's embarrassing what? to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's still getting rehashed. But that's getting rehashed non stop, right? Yeah. Sure, like, that's, that's, mm. that's, if you said to someone that you like rap, they normally assume, they normally scoff a little bit, <laughs> like you're an idiot. Yeah. Then they'll assume that you mean that you want to have like chains and all that. That's not, not what it is, though, anymore, right? But yeah. that's what they still see it as. Yeah. But they'll still, anything like that, if it's political and it's done over and over again, I get bored. If it's bitches and bling, I get bored. If it's like clips, yeah. you can't listen to that forever. Yeah. Unless you're doing it in a new, interesting way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I forget is when people first started doing that, like Raekwon, like, like Iron Man, yeah. right? That album, yeah. where it is like Tales from the Street, but it's like there's loads of subsects there. They're talking about quite important stuff underneath yeah. this veneer of. But, okay, but right, clips glorifying just, it. Yeah, but also yeah. clips are just saying. No, it's not just clips, there's a lot of people, but it's like they're just saying. 
what's happening rather than the importance of what's yeah. happening. There's no there's no subtext to it, I don't think. Yeah. And so people people grow up listening to Wu Tang and they go, Oh yeah, okay, we'll, we'll rap about uh, the gang life, right? Uh, forgetting that actually Wu Tang is really layered and really interesting. And yeah. That's why you still listen to Thirty Six Chambers because all that stuff, a lot of it is. First of all, irrelevant because I'm a white kid in Derby, but also because I've heard it loads of times. But you since. know the struggle, though. Despite oh, that, don't you? Boy, I know the struggle. Yeah. yeah. Derby, yeah, man. That's well, shall so, You are yeah. political, then. Very much so, but more to a fine actor. So when I said earlier, I'm not political. Don't come and sink me. I sometimes find weird times like. Like I, I bought, like had the the new go, the latest Ghostface album, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It all sounds season. the same as it did. Well, well, not just that, but it's, some of it is a lot of effort to listen to. What mm. I mean is, like sometimes you have, there's so much to decode, and when you mm. listen to it, even if he's telling a story, there's so much shit going on there. Mm. It's like yeah. sometimes just oh bloody hell, mate! It's like it's like yeah. a really complicated pulp fiction or something. Yes, yeah, because there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with not like I said about that video of Biggie. Just having a quite straightforward beat, yeah, exactly, and, yeah, and an yeah. MC, and that's what I think hip hop is, right? It's just nice and simple. It's not got to have that mid nineties, like sixteen bars, female singer, yeah. sixteen bars, female singer, end. It can just be nice mm. and simple. And yeah, Ghostface, that's his strength, isn't it? But yeah. but I think he's at a point now. He's like seventy five. He's like <laughs> he's thinking I need to sort of keep up with the youngins. But then then that's what he has it because someone like Joey Badass comes through. Yeah, calls his first album nineteen ninety nine, and yeah. it's just an homage to that. Mm. And it's shown that people still want that because it is yeah, yeah. that's never going to go out of fashion. You can dress everything up as much as you want, but that is still the core of it. Ghostface, Ghostface, that um, I'm all for bling or whatever. You know, you mm. want to like show how well you do that eagle. Nice eagle. Come on, mate. You've got to chill out. What eagle? He's got it's a like, real pet eagle. Has he? Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> what, what, he takes it right where it goes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Rider. What's it called? I don't know. Like Glenn. Bubbles or something. <laughs> Glenn the eagle. Glenn, Glenn eagle. eagle. Oh, was that Let's deliberate? The podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. That was incredible. <laughs> Not bad, is it? What are you first joke of the podcast? Of mine, mate. Of mine. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, man, what's your favorite hip hop album? Mark Smith, we're asking every guest. You're the first one. We're asking every guest to tell us what their favourite hip-hop album is. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Oh, right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> mine is uh, Mad Villainy. Uh, That's your favourite hip-hop album of all time? Of all time. Okay, why? Of all time. 
Uh, <laughs> you don't sound happy with this, do you? No, just there's no wrong or right answer. There's no wrong or right answer. There's no wrong or right answer. Every idea is a good idea. Pardon? It, my favourite album is Pure and Simple by Hearsay. Listen, mate, don't get it. There is a wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's a wrong answer. That's another joke. Yeah, Jesus. that's two in a row, Mark mate. Mark Smith. I know. We'll have you on again. Is it a new Not bit? Not for a while. Is it a new bit? You Pardon? said my name again. Is it a new bit? No, no, sorry. Carry on. Right, sorry. That's quite confusing now, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, if I'm doing a new bit, I'll say Mark Smith. Okay, if I'm now. just talking to you, I'll say Mark. But not then, that was just... I'm, I'm just talking to Living off borrowed time, the clock tick faster. That'll be the hour they knock the slick blaster. Dick Dastardly and Muttley with sick laughter. A gunfight and they come to cut the mix master. I-C-E, cold, nice to be old. Y-2-G, Steve, twice to threefold. He sold scrolls, low and behold. Know who's the illest ever, like the greatest story told. Keep All right, Mark, why is it mad villainy? Can you explain to us... What this album yeah, is about so Mad and Villainy, what is your favourite album of all time? I, you, you both know what Mad Villainy is. I, I, not often. Okay, so Mad Villainy is uh, it's MF Doom uh, and Mad Lib. And uh, the album now is 11 years old, which is scary because I remember cute, think, I was smoking so much weed at the time that when the Unbelievable. <laughs> and I'm sorry, can you edit that out? That is, by the way, we're not endorsing that. No. But yeah. Mark. There's a reason I want to jump off a building. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was smoking so much weed at the time before the album came out. And I was so excited that I assumed that everybody would be wanting the album. Can I? So can I, I just? Can I just stop you there one second? Mid flow. Can I just stop you there? Smoking weed is not a good reason to get into an album because that is the reason that no. I bought three copies of Warren G. Regulate G. Funk Out. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G. was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the eve so I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Why three? Because I wanted to got you bought it. I wanted a I wanted a copy from my portable music player. Yeah. I wanted a copy for home, <laughs> and I wanted a copy. But if for it's the portable, co- take it home with you. No, but I didn't. I, I wanted it to be there. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> that is amazing. What was the third one for? Pardon? What was the third one? Just for? generally Just to together. Have, if you go to parties <laughs> or whatever, you, go, you never, you, had, you, you never took it out of its wrapper. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. home without it. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Oh yes, yeah, so I wasn't smoking weed. That's not why I like the album. Okay, but, but, but as it was coming out, it was about to come out on the Monday. Uh, and I went to the shop early for opening time because I assumed that everybody would want to buy it and there'd be a queue of people. Uh, and I've got there's me and one of my Indian guys. Well, that's so different, different album he's after. It's good to meet you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, he's, he's after, he's after the new green low. Returning the green cello album that the wrong CD. It's my favourite album because it's um, it's the most densely layered rap album I've ever listen to and it's the most excited I've got listening to an album at any point I listen to it the first few times it's like a jazz album you don't know what is coming next like you've got no idea what's happening for the first few listens and even now I listen to it probably every week still now really? Um, yeah I listen to it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of crossover and collaboration in hip hop which I think is a great thing and I think it's something that sets it aside from other genres because I think you have uh, like comedy like you have sort of quite distinct personalities and yeah. they come together and when that happens and it's good it can be amazing and this was a like a mixture of Madlib <coughs> and Boom Madlib being one of the best producers living, one of the best living producers in the world I think he's dead now isn't he no oh. and I mean he literally just said <laughs> one of the best living oh, producers in the world Li- <laughs> I mean we've been doing this for half an hour could have <laughs> <laughs> more of a clue <laughs> 
He's he's, he's, he's ganging up on me. He's a, he's a dead he's a dead rapper, isn't he? Oh, that, right. rapper. Who is the producer? Re- rest his soul. Mm. You do Jay Dilla. Oh yeah, that's it. They never collaborated, did they? Sorry, no, I was just doing. <laughs> isn't, he in the, isn't he in the bottom three? Dead did they ever do anything with Jay Dilla? <laughs> Before he died. Oh, man. One of my hip hop gripes. I think that live hip hop is atrocious. Mm-hmm. I've said it. There yeah. you go. I, I think it. it's awful. Okay, I, I think it, I love hip hop. More than any other form of music, I almost exclusively listen to it. But live, I've I, okay. Have you ever heard? Of, have you any, either of you heard of Cannibal Ox? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Cold Vein. Cold Vein, mm. great, mm. incredible album, right? Mm. Such a good album. When it first came out, couldn't believe it. That's an amazing album. Oh, it's so good, right? Mm. Mm. One of those albums where uh, you. You either love it, or I remember playing with someone and went, I don't even think this is music. Right? So it's such a good, like, dark Rupert. album. Yeah, yeah. Rue Madge. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> they were playing in some, like, pub in North London. Like, this is when they first came out. Yeah. And me and a mate went to go and watch them. And, um, like, we're so excited, like, so excited. Mm. Just couldn't believe it. I've been listening to Cold Vein back to back, like, for so long. You know, probably that's all I've been listening to, mm-hmm. right? Turn up there. First of all, one of them didn't turn up. Right. Just, just, just a sort of Wu-Tang no, style. Do that, Pardon? Yeah. And then what he did was he performed about three tracks off the album half-assed and then a sound quality dog shit by the way right Play, performed three tracks and then they did this is the, what my biggest issue with hip-hop acts right is when they go who here who out here likes real hip-hop and everyone goes yeah and they go who likes Slick Rick and then they start playing a Slick Rick track and then we're all supposed to we're not at a disco also, mate. Like, what? also I think like if you want Big O to rest in peace, stop fucking bothering him. Oh my god! You bother him every five minutes at a hip hop gig. Shut up. Who remembers Biggie? Okay, dude. Yeah, we're at a rap gig, mate. I'm at a rap gig. Of course, I know what you're talking about. Get out of my sight. Are you surprised <laughs> that I know who Biggie? Sorry, are you, are you genuinely conducting some sort of survey? We want to find out if, if we've heard of I'll sign. I'll give five minutes of my time. I'll do it after the gig. But during the gig, do your music and then fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Why oh. do you think that is? Because it is a common thing. Why? It's call and response. It's just a way. Of of connecting in it, I think. Because I imagine doing music, I think it must be quite hard to know if you're doing really well at a gig or doing really badly. Because they're going to clap at the end anyway, aren't they? Yeah, it's like I, I, went to, I, I went to watch Vampire <coughs> Weekend. Mm. They'll put on a show, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't bother doing any of that crap in between. Mm. The songs. Like they, The sound is in, incredible, mm. right? The stage is set up beautifully. They've obviously mm. done sound checks, but it looks nice. They've got yeah. a lovely, lo- they've got a lovely backdrop, mm. right? Throw. Yeah, and there's very little banter in between the songs, mm. and it's just bang, and, and you it's can't slick as well. Yeah, it's yeah. wicked. But if you want to see like a good show, a good hip hop show, you've got to go and see like Kanye West, which yeah. is so upsetting. Yeah, like, I know because I know. because it's big stadium things, though. So they have yeah, but to... even when he was doing like boiler room sets, he was he had simple things like an introduction onto stage. I mean, how often do you see that? Yeah, I want to see John Wayne. Uh, do you know John Wayne? I've heard of him. Um, like LA-based rapper producer. Good really man. good. Yeah, he's. A, he's I think he's actually he's very hipster. He's is, he, is he dead? He will be soon. Yeah. <laughs> but the actor John Wayne is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really nice. That's what I should be talking about. Yeah, yeah. So John Wayne, the yeah, yeah. the rapper, yeah, yeah. The rapper, dead cowboy. 
he comes on in his spurs, there's chaps. Yeah. <laughs> then you, you just know it's him, you hear you him know coming. It's him, then you've all got him happy. And that's a good show. <laughs> the, you see the horse come on, and you think, oh, John Wayne must be arriving soon. <laughs> but he doesn't, and that's what throws you. Five minutes later. And you go, oh no, guys, remember, he's dead. Yeah. And then you go, oh yeah, so you're not going to see John Wayne. But who remembers Biggie? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, 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 yeah. yeah, it's all right, mate. Big L, rest <laughs> in peace. Oh, Christ. Big L just must be just thinking, dude, I just don't... Just let me chill out. Um, I want to talk about... Oh, yeah, so just so, so, licked his joke. <laughs> yeah. Did I? Can we leave that in? So everyone knows I'm a joke thing. Big L, rest in peace. Um, okay, Mark Smith. Yo. Have you got a hip-hop gripe you want to share? I've got several. I don't like it how rap or hip-hop as a term is just chucked around. Like... It seems to be that if you're if you're American and black, yeah, and you make any sort of music, yeah, they will just call it hip hop. Yeah. So you're allowed to make pop music, but if you're Will I Am, they'll call it they'll still call him hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really annoys me because it's not it's that's not what it is. It's it's a style and it's a it's an entire culture, hip hop. And it's not just it's not just like oh a black guy is playing some pop music, therefore it's this. It really it really winds me up. Black Eyed Peas, for example, I think their first two albums are excellent, like Beyond the Front and Bridging the Gap. Yeah. I think they're really good albums, and they're the albums that you listen to and you go, oh, this is proper live hip-hop, I'd love to go and see these. Then they recruit that lady, what's her name? A Fergie. Yeah. Apparently they were forced to recruit her, weren't they? Well, the record company. Yeah, apparently yeah, they I said you're going to get so, dropped yeah. unless you picked up. Yeah, and so they, but they totally changed everything, right? They changed yeah. everything, they made it like a real upbeat, like party... Yeah. Group. And that's that's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to do Where that. Where is the love? Yeah. Right. You don't call it hip hop. It's not just because Will I Am is black and so is Taboo. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean it's rap. Like you can't just. I think I you think, can't just label everything like that just just for that reason. I think the UK media are guilty of that as well. Oh I think yeah. If, if you're black and you wear sunglasses sometimes when you're not supposed to, mm. then you're rap rapper. Rap star. Like I remember like when um like I think Labyrinth has been referred to as a rap star. Mm. Like. Well, Mark, yeah. Do you remember Mark Morrison? Yeah. When Mark Morrison got sent down, rapper, bad boy, rapper Mark Morrison. Yeah, he's R&B. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It, it, it winds me up so much. I'm sure there's loads of examples. Go on, give us another gripe, Mark. Another gripe, Eminem's career since uh, <laughs> about 1999. Uh, wow. Now, it's just going to upset Rumadge a lot because he's a <laughs> massive <laughs> he's a massive Eminem fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, You're more of an Eminem fan. What's your problem? Don't don't make judgments about how much of an Eminem fan I am. Very much. Here he's tweeting from his concerts. <laughs> what is, what is, what is your beef with Eminem's? I don't have a beef. Hold on. Post ninety nine Eminem. What's your beef? Well, is it? I don't know what year it was. But so it's, it's Slim Shady LP. You liked it. Yeah, Marshall Mathers up. You liked it. Not really. Emin- you didn't like the Marshall Mathers up. Which one? Which one's first? Which one's which Slim one's the first Shady. Big one? The, f- the Dre one. Yeah. Well, Slim Shady LP had My Name Is. Yeah, and that's, then, I think that's a good album. And then Marshall Mathers LP had, uh, uh, what is it? The real Stan. Slim Shady and mm. Stan and all that. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that one. You didn't like that Because it went a bit poppy. Well, yeah, but look, look, I'll preface it by saying Eminem is a phenomenal MC. Nice like, he's, he's, a br- preface he's a He's a brilliant... Uh, sort of word a, he would use. Probably. Yeah. He wouldn't anymore, because now he just chants. Just weird. Anyway, he... <laughs> He's a really great MC. Like, there's no doubt about it. You listen to him. You listen to him on stuff like um, this. Is a good sign of if I can tell how good a rapper is. Is when you see it on. You see him guest on someone else's album. Like yeah. he's got that one on the Blueprint with Jay Z. Yeah, and he absolutely mullers it. Murdered him on his own shit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? That was a beef track, wasn't it? Who said yeah. that? Yeah. Um, 
Nas said it, didn't he? Yeah. But he absolutely mullered that. And it was like, well, you're rapping there alongside Jay-Z. You made him look like a like beginner. A yeah. Like, he's, he's an amazing MC. And that first, his first album, Infinite, you've yeah. got, if you, you, you listen to Infinite, yeah, yeah. and it's like he's like this quite upbeat, quite nice guy. You, it's the sort of rap you can have on in the party with your grandma's at. Yeah. Like you're allowed to... In fact, you'd encourage it. That probably... He should have called it, it well, the Grandma album. Yeah, she yeah. brought the album with her. So yeah. I'll put it on. Grandma. Green Jello and then The Infinite. Yeah, just on loop. Yeah. <laughs> Three copies. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like his first thing. And then he gets with, with Dre and I love that first album that they did yeah. together. I think that was great. I think that was just amazing. Really funny as well. Guilty Conscience. Yeah, like funny. so many funny tracks yeah. as well. He's a funny guy. He's obviously smart and he's very skilled. And then as soon as he starts working with Dre... He just turns into a pop princess. And now he's gone from being a pop star to doing this weird druid-like chanting about how angry he is at everything. Yeah. It's no longer rap. He's just now, I'm so angry because man, 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 man. Dude, dude he knows that, that though, doesn't he? Yeah, I know, but that doesn't, does, know that. does that make it any better or worse? Mm. And it's fine because he's chosen to do that and go and build <coughs> an empire and be worth a billion quid. And yeah. that's fine. Like that's, that's absolutely fine. Of course it is. But I think the fans he had at the start Aren't there anymore for that reason? It's kid, it's teenage girls, it's twelve year old girls that are buying the music. Eminem, 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 Eminem. He started. What I like. By the way, I'm going to put myself out there as an Eminem. I like Eminem. Yeah. All right. Um, I can see from your t-shirt, mate. Yeah, but but what I would say is he keeps trying out different voices. He started doing it on the on the Marshall Mathers LP, right? Okay, he just rapped normally, and then he suddenly did that cleaning out my closet when he's I'm so sick and I'm <laughs> and then like, I don't want to clean my room. Yeah, exactly. And I thought like I thought like at first I thought oh, I hope he's just going to do that on that one track and then like not do it anymore. But he started doing it, and then. He started doing this sort of almost Indian act. Like, it was so weird. Wow. It's sort of like... Bang, 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 bang. That's Chinese, oh isn't it? <laughs> this, this is not going out. That's not Indian, mate. <laughs> he did some sort of funky ethnic voice. Anyway, yeah. that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. And then, like, on his on his last album, he sort of, he sort of stopped doing that. But... Uh, uh, yeah, he's gone pop. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I couldn't even tell you uh, the name of an album or a song of his for the last seven years. Yeah. It's just, he's so far off the radar. There's a lot of things that we could pick, but what's the weekly topic? So this is our this is our weekly topic of something currently going on in hip hop that I've got a problem with. We've I've, I've tweeted out about this topic just this morning to get some responses. Yeah. I've been inundated. Flood, flooding in. Flooding in. No way. Um... I tweeted about my um, my issues with Iggy Azalea this mm. morning, right? right? Now, my issue with Iggy Azalea is this. Oh, basically, the controversy about Iggy Azalea is she's appropriated black culture, right? The, and, and it's not just that she's appropriated black culture. The fact is, if you like, if you listen to Iggy Azalea, right, she's sort of, this is how she raps. First things first, I'm a villain. Mm. I'm going to take off your motherfuckers there, this, right? She's Australian. Yeah. She's Australian. You forget, though. Yeah, forget. Then you, hats. And then you, and then you, then you hear an interview, and it's like, yeah, I just came over to the States to sort of see how my rap... What, yeah. what Doesn't the hell does is it, going what on? What I don't understand is, it, it's so clear that she is just a creation of uh, a, a label. Yeah. Because if she had been doing live shows from the beginning, they'd have been like, yeah, it's good, it's just... Are you going to drop that black voice? I know. When are you going to drop that? Because that's, that's insane. Good impression of a rapper, that Iggy, but when are you going to If If somebody, you stop if somebody said to you, oh, comedian Iggy Azalea doing her Deep South rap impersonation, yeah. you'd believe that as a parody. Yeah. Mm. Except it's not. Mm. It's not parody. It's actually yeah. what she's doing. 
It's, yeah. I can't believe. And like, I, I was talking about this to my brother. And my brother said, yeah, but Eminem's doing the same thing. But he's not. Because well, Eminem... Eminem's been... That's how he talks and how he exactly. is. Exactly. This is how he is. Yeah. But, but I mean, I think there's been a history of this. Like Elvis Presley, right? Like he was doing yeah, black Australian, music. Famously Australian. Famous Australian blonde lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was doing black music. And then yeah. Eminem, people moaned about it. But I think with less right than this. Because here, it's like they have put a black lady's voice over just a generic pop star. Yeah. And it's sad, it's so jarring to see it. And also so she's, she's a real piece of shit just generally with the appropriation of black culture. She doesn't seem to understand what she's doing at all. She just doesn't get it. No. Like, no one's told her. I do, I, I do think that like, okay, so there's this thing about like how in America like, there's this thing about Justin Bieber and Iggy Azalea and these people that, and, and Justin Timberlake's another mm. one that's been put in this pool of, of, of white artists of appropriate black culture. Yeah. And then the, the criticism they've been getting recently is that with like what happened with Ferguson and all this stuff, why haven't why are these eyes that are so quick to appropriate black culture in this instance have not, not said anything about black issues? Yeah. Now I don't actually think yeah. that's a valid argument because yeah. like, Bieber getting back to that would be like, all right, Justin, don't talk about yeah, who yeah. gives a shit yeah. what Justin Bieber <laughs> thinks about Ferguson? Do you yeah. know what I mean like why do you want to speak out? I don't want to hear what Iggy Azalea's got to say about. It. I don't care. Mm. Like you, they don't have a they don't have a they don't have a they don't have to. They don't have an obligation to talk about it. They've got an obligation to stop making the music they've made, they're making. Mm. I mean, Iggy Zayda, I've got the most problem with. I think it's because she's Australian. The main thing is because she's Australian, not because I've got an issue with Australians. I hate them. But I'll she's not. That. She's not <laughs> rapping how she talks. Yeah. And this is the whole thing when like when UK when UK hip hop was first. Like was like, yeah, there was a big thing it. about UK rappers that put on American, American accents. Yeah. Mark being Blade and all. Yeah, yeah, all of that right. stuff. And just I just think you've got. But the, the fact of the matter is, the counter argument to that is, is if Iggy Azalea rapped with an Australian accent, mm. she would not be. She just wouldn't be. She wouldn't have got off the ground. It wouldn't have been viable. But, but in in a in a uh, genre like rap, where the phrase like "keeping it real" gets banded around nonstop, it's amazing how many people just don't listen to that at all. They'll say it as a soundbite. But yeah. I mean, I hate it. I hate it in any music where they don't talk or sing. It's that, it's that Robbie Williams fake transatlantic drawl, isn't it? It's like he talks like he's from Stoke, but then he gets on stage. Yeah. Or like mm. Jake Boogie, but Jake Bug bangs on about being being from Nottingham, but he sings like he's Bob Dylan. Yeah, mm. and it's the same thing with this. Like, it's different because obviously you have got the racial connotation as well. But yeah. I just I don't, and I'm sure she said keeping it real in the past at some point. She has done, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and she's got no idea what's <laughs> going she, on. No, she says first things first. I'm the realist. Yeah, like you know, that's worse than saying you're a bit real. Yeah. Like, like, like if she just said first things first, I'm slightly real. Yeah, just I'm heads realer up. than. Yeah. <laughs> quick heads up. Quick heads up. I'm realer than. If she said I'm realer than Santa, I would accept it. I yeah, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right. I still think I still think that's the case to be answered for. I, I've I've tweeted this out. Peter McGladdery has replied to me, you hear black, white, Asian kids anywhere in the UK do what she does. US hip-hop is their mainstream and they're approximating it. Difference is she's been encouraged to play up to the max as part of a multi-million dollar music marketing strategy. Peter that, McGladdery. Is that over two tweets? That was over two words. tweets. That was over two tweets. Well, you're not using characters. Twitter properly, mate. I piss off. Hmm. Right, I mean, Peter, I'm sorry about that. I can't <laughs> apologise. <laughs> well, I, 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 I totally get what you're saying. I think it's... Uh, uh, somebody yeah. else. Kate James says, makes me embarrassed to be Australian. <laughs> That's that's true. Sylvia Taylor says about as tasteful as a rat with a gold tooth. <laughs> What's that? A rat? A rat? Yeah. What does that mean? Is I that don't know. Splinter again? Ra- what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's just think about it. Like, why is that? Why is it 
Have I missed something? Why is it tasteless? <laughs> Why is it tasteless? A rat with a gold tooth. Oh, well, you wouldn't see a rat with a gold tooth and go, that is the ultimate in good taste, would you? Well, what do you mean? But you really, I, I, I wouldn't say assume, tasteless. You'd I also say... wouldn't assume that the rat has chosen that tooth. Yeah. Is it the tooth that's the tasteless bit? or the... Just a no, rat having she... a tooth. No, has she got not... a second tweet? No if, if, <laughs> no, if it was the gold tooth, it would be about as tasteful as a rat's gold tooth. But what she's saying is it's about as tasteful as a rat with a gold tooth. The whole rat with the gold tooth. So she's calling Iggy a rat. No, she's not. She's <laughs> not... Look, let's, let's, let's say this then. So yeah. we're sat here. Rat walks in. Yeah. Smiles at us. What's he got? Gold tooth. Gold tooth. Yeah. What's your first? What's the first thing you say? What's the fat rat doing? And it's about so as tasteful as Iggy Azalea. <laughs> that's what I say, and that's why you're on Mother Weeks often. <laughs> Lewis Lewis Vary has said, "I don't see colour, so I can't help you." Well, Lewis, please feel free to not contribute anymore to this. <laughs> but he can read tweets. Yeah, you've got serious brain problems. Put your head in front of that tube. <laughs> the point is, Iggy Azalea. I don't know what to, I don't know. Oh, what right, my, is this like room one oh one? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, basically, I don't know what my verdict is enough because on <coughs> one hand, I think it's hideous that mm. she puts on the American accent on it, and basically is a minstrel without blacking up. Yeah, but the, on the other side of it, she wouldn't be making music, or she would be, but nobody would listen to it if she didn't do it. So it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I, I just sort of find the whole thing totally embarrassing. And again, it's another example of when when I tell when people ask me what I'm into, I. Say rap, and there's always like a little wince from them, and yeah. it's because of this sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. they think I'm at home listening to Gears earlier. I'm not. I'm watching them and jacking off, but I'm not listening to her. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're, really... you're keeping it real. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> I love it next. Is this being streamed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's Gears cool. earlier. You've been told. These all gonna blow your mind. New Madge YouTube finds. Now this is a section where Rue Madge introduces us to something. Hip hop related that we he thinks we won't know is that right, Rumaj? Uh, this is like a hip hop. This is more of an R and B and a bit of hip hop in it. Okay, and what is it? It's a guy called Ice JJ Fish. Have you heard of him? This is yeah. his official music video called On the Floor. It's something about the girl that just makes my head wanna twirl. Oh, you got me want to tell all them other girls there's nothing else. That was Ice JJ Fish with what's the name of the song, Rumash? Oh, we didn't floor. hear it. He said it loads of times. I think that's the only lyric. <laughs> I reckon he was like, "Do you reckon it's like some sort of new style?" Like, yeah, I think he's like, I've, you know what, guys? I think that's what gangsters sing it. Yeah, and then he's seen thirty-four million views, and he's gone, "I've definitely stick with smashed it." it. <laughs> yeah. If you heard he was doing a gig like in London, would you go and see him? What sort of question is that? Of course, I'd go and see him. Yeah, would you? What for an hour? I'd go for as long as it takes. <laughs> Once he's done that song, you just think it's only going to be then. That's his banger. Yeah, that's then everyone his... was shouting, "Do it again!" Yeah, so you'd have to sit and watch an hour waiting to hear that tune and oh, all his other stuff. But there was something, there was something hypnotic about it. Though. I quite, yeah, I, I actually thought it was quite catchy. It's like mm. if David Lynch designed a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> I um, it's a new character in Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, how I how I felt when I listened to that was like the first time I felt how I felt when I first listened to Tease Me by Chuck and Fires. There you go. And I grew to love that song. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. Mark Smith. I want to talk about Westwood some more. Well, some. 
next time. You'll definitely be back. You are going to be back. There's not many comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's going to have the level of <laughs> insight that you oh, no. You're going to be on I've a few weeks. We've all learned something today. Mark Don't Smith, thank you so much for joining us Thanks on the me. inaugural Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. First podcast. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you're doing that you want to plug? To both people that will be listening to this, which would be you and me. So do you need to? Do you need to? Do you need to give yourself a reminder of what you're up to? Yeah. Okay. I'll give a quick, a quick. Uh, just, just keep your chin up. Yeah. Stop. Don't don't wake up every day thinking that you need to quit comedy. Wow, that's pretty dark. That's to Is me. that advice to you? <laughs> that's that's to me. Yeah, right. uh, looking at me quite squarely in the eyes. He said it. <laughs> I've got. Uh, there's. Um, yeah. In fact, something that I've done with old uh, Rumage. Uh, coming out the Nick Helms show. It's called Heavy Entertainment. Yeah, I heard about that. Come out? I heard about that Heavy Entertainment. Uh, May, I believe. Yeah, I heard about that show. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little while away. <laughs> you were going to come on and do a rap. Yeah, didn't happen. Mm. Probably for the best. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, Mark. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a real pleasure. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you later, Rumage. Bye. What a way to end. Pros. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.